Claire Sands, My Why Audio Blog. Hermitage 2. At the end of all our Silent Why 101 Lost episodes, we ask our guests the same question. What's your Herman? And if you don't listen regularly to those episodes, you'll be wondering what on earth I'm talking about. And you'd have every right to. It doesn't make any earthly sense except in the context of our podcast. It's not some fad you missed or some new sick word the kids invented. We just made it up. Something unique for our podcast, for our guests and for our listeners. I'm not going to go into the full explanation here because there's a very short blog and a podcast episode already produced on that called What's Your Herman? which you can find on our website, on the blog or the podcast page by searching Herman or by searching our episodes on your podcast player for What's Your Herman? Or you can go to thesilentwhy.com slash Herman. We do like to try and make things easy for you. In a very short summary, your Herman is something you want to share with the world. It's something you've nurtured, dwelt on, considered and clung to, and it's something you want to pass on to others, something that will outlive you and bless those to come after you. It might be something you've learnt, read, seen, heard, said or experienced. It could be anything. The name Herman was taken from the friendship cake, as you'll hear in the Herman podcast episode, but it actually means soldier or army. So on our mission of trying to find 101 different losses, we've reached the mid-30s, and our army of Hermans is growing nicely. Every time Chris and I do a summary episode of the previous 10 losses, we play all the Hermans together, and it's become known as the Hermontage. Five months ago, I did a blog called Hermontage, where I played a load of the Hermans for you, to listen to and hopefully encourage you. And, as we've had a load more since then, I thought I'd share another bunch with you now. I read a couple of quotes recently from Richard Stallman, an American free software movement activist and programmer, and he said this, Sharing knowledge is the most fundamental act of friendship, because it is a way you can give something without losing something. He also said, Sharing is good, and with digital technology, sharing is easy. Sharing is caring, as I often heard my auntie Anthea saying as I was growing up. And Richard is right. With all the flaws of digital technology, the one thing it's made very easy is sharing. Sharing good things, positive stories, hope and encouragement is easier than ever. You can even do it from the toilet. Although my grandma would have thought that a very vulgar thing to say. But it's true. Weird, but true. Antonio Portia said, I know what I have given you. I do not know what you have received. All we can do is give what we have. We cannot know, control or understand how others receive it. Many a time on the podcast, I've heard people say they were given advice or words in the moment of their deepest grief that they did not want to hear, or were even hurt by, only to find years later they were true, helpful or even healing at a later date. John Boyle O'Reilly said, The right word, fitly spoken, is a precious rarity. And sometimes the best thing we can give or share with others... It's just ourselves. Mark Twain said, The right word may be effective, but no word was ever as effective as a rightly timed pause. And I see this so often in great TV programmes or films. The right pause can make all the difference in dialogue, responses and showing how we care about someone. So my hope when I do these Hermitage blog episodes is that at least one of the Hermans will stand out to you individually to bless you, encourage you, motivate you, illuminate your situation, comfort you in your loss, or assist you as you draw alongside others. If you pray or meditate, just take a second before they start to prepare yourself and ask for something to stand out that can help you today, in your situation right now, 
wherever you are, whatever you're doing, or wherever you're going. So here we go. The silent wise, her montage. My Herman is courage. I am not a courageous person. And in Rob's death, I've been forced to face the thing that I feared the most. And so the thing over time that I've realized I needed to nurture if I was to live again was courage. It's something that I'm proud to say is thriving now. I'm not as bold as I hope to be someday or brave as I think I could be, but it's something that's growing inside of me and I'm grateful for it. Well, from my point of view, it is being involved in a campaign to try and make things safer, put public safety ahead of people's personal interest. I feel that if I and others hadn't decided to do this, that things would have got worse in terms of gun violence in this country. Believing that everything is an opportunity, and it might be a challenge, but it's an opportunity, isn't it, to help others or to learn something? Because I believe, you know, nothing is really wasted in God's economy. And anything that happens to us can be used if we're willing to help other people. So I guess my Herman is that everything is an opportunity, or a privilege even, to find that opportunity. Mine would be a phrase, все познается в сравнении. And the literal translation is, everything is discovered or understood in comparison or in relation to other things. Whatever condition you're in, there are many people who have it worse and many people who have it much better than you. There is a, um, a spectrum there. So it definitely has helped me through hard times. Yes, we've lost something here, but compared to families who've also lost this and have additional issues, we're in a better state. It's the calibration that I've taken from my mom and I'll probably pass on as well. It is really hard to maintain a belief that whatever your thing is that you want to do, that you can somehow do that. How many people give up on their dreams that requires risk and it requires attention and nurturing? There's this idea of fostering a sense of possibility that no matter what, I need to do this thing. Just to always have a presence in the idea that it can happen. It's hope. Because if you don't have hope, then you're going to wither away, linked with faith and love, but also a sense of humor and to be able to laugh. And I've also put down here, live. Carry on living. Get out there. Live and dance. Ultimately, you have to let go. It doesn't mean it won't still hurt. But if you don't let go of the pain and the guilt and the regret and the frustration and the annoyance of the situation, I think it has the possibility to just eat you alive and dominate you. And, you know, nothing is worth that. It is hard, but you have to keep letting go. And it might be over and over again and you have to keep doing it. You have to keep making that decision to let go of the bad stuff and remember the good. I think for me, it's a sense of optimism. Like I, I don't, you know, just give people platitudes, but I really am an optimist and believe that um, we can learn and we can be better and we can increase our intentional drives as long as we can think that tomorrow's going to be a better day. I can run further. I can go harder. I can be better. It's a genuine sense of, of optimism. It is the courage to go deep with the hard questions to trust that as we go deep 
there are treasures and answers that can be found. That it's not going to take you down this spiral of increasing despair, but that as we move past the superficial and just have the courage to dig deep, that that's where you build a foundation of rock and you sweep away the sand that you've been standing on and you find that, oh yeah, I went deep and I found a foundation. Then when storms come, there's a different kind of steadfastness and peace that can be found even when it's still a storm. It's The storm is very real still, but there's a foundation that you have. Truly value what you have and focusing your mind on the things that you do have. I think it actually puts everything into perspective that you just start valuing things more. That became something that I try to do on a daily basis and not really complain about small things, but focus on things what really important. What makes your heart sing? Don't do things just for the sake of doing them. If it doesn't make your heart sing, if there's a mismatch, if you're a square peg in a round hole, why are you doing it? You know, they're feeling a bit uncertain what makes your heart sing and and have the courage to jump in. I remember having this epiphany that I realized that when one is like really enveloped in grief and depression, that you have to remember that light is still up there, that light of hope, healing, wholeness. It's not very far away. It's still there. It hasn't gone away. It is still a wonderful life, despite the difficulties that you go through. That's my Herman. David Khalil said, Be willing to share your blessings. The only riches that last are the ones that are given away.